Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Have you been looking for a place to talk all things parenting? And I'm not talking about who makes the best stroller, but the really important stuff like how to be a better and more connected parent or how to raise children with empathy. Well, you are in the right place, folks. My name is Brandy Jordan, and I am a doula and parenting expert. And this is my show, Dear Doula. I will be giving you practical and impactful tips to parent with more joy, more calm, and more ease. I will also be talking to parents and experts who will be helping us to reimagine what it looks like to nurture ourselves and parent in more gentle and mindful ways. I am so excited to be in community with all of you. Can't wait to hear from you. Hey, Bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight-up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm starting this off with laughter, but it's Friday. So like have a fucking laugh. It's fine. Welcome back to Relationship. Today is a solo episode. It's just me, you know, riding or dying, hopefully riding, a little less dying. I feel like, okay, the last solo episode I had was like around the beginning of February. And you guys heard me having like this whole mental break about going out too much. And I felt like, you know, I just was feeling badly about the fact that I was newly single and like living this new single life and like going out, I just had like regrets. I felt like I was doing too much, but not doing enough. All of that is gone. Okay. Your girl has been outside and she has been enjoying every last bit of being outside. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the weather getting a little bit better or if it's just like me coming into this new phase of my life and like feeling confident in it more. Because at the time, like I was, but it was like, holidays had just kind of gone by and it was just, it felt like a lot. It just felt like a lot. And I was still trying to get accustomed to this new hot girl lifestyle. And now that I am, sis, I don't know what to tell you. My future husband, he's going to have to come with some serious pressure to get me back in the house because I am, it's just so fun out here. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And I know a lot of people who've been single for a long time are like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, no, it's not. We have not been having a good time, okay? We've been single for five plus years and we're not having a blast. But there is something to 
this new chapter in my life that is very exciting and fun. And, you know, I talked about it during my, you know, Life Update I'm Single episode. And I talked about it a little bit in my last solo episode, um, Relationship Talk. But I've also talked about it on Shan Boudram's podcast. If you haven't heard that, Lovers and Friends, I was on there. And the episode is called like Why Breakups Are Actually Fun. And it's an amazing, amazing episode. Like I'm not just saying that because I'm on it. Okay. Although I am on it and it is amazing. It's a really, really great episode. And we kind of dive deeper into what I learned about myself from the breakup and, you know, where I want to improve myself for my future partners. And then I also did Sarah Nicole Landry's podcast, Birds Papaya. And that one, we also talked about the breakup and everything that happened. And, you know, just just like life and like moving on and a bunch of different things. So if you want to hear like my whole spiel and all that, I'm not getting into that right now. Okay. Cause this is the, this is for the fun. This is for the fun girls. All right. We talked about the serious shit and all the other stuff on the other podcast. And I really like dive deeper into that there. So if you want to hear more, definitely check out the birds papaya and lovers and friends. But right here, right now, we're talking about the fact that I am so happy and having so much fun and I, I, it's not that I wasn't expecting this, but I think this is the first time in my life because I am like a serial monogamist. And I'm, I'm very much a relationship girl and I still am, but I'm just really enjoying, I think I'm enjoying being single as an adult who knows exactly what the fuck she wants and going out and like, who doesn't like attention? My Libra moon loves attention. My Scorpio sun loves attention too, but like, it's kind of like, mm stay away from me. You might kill me. I've talked about that several times that I think someone is always trying to murder me. I don't know why. That's why I can't get on dating apps because I just feel like they're trying to like prime me and lure me in for a murder. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from. My therapist Kelly is off for the month, so I can't even unpack it with her. So here I am just spilling it out to you, hoping for (laughs) some kind of sign that that's not going to happen to me. But yeah, having a blast, having a good time. So I wanted to give that little update because it's been a while since the last one. And I just want to let you know that I am no longer feeling those feels of being, feeling badly about having a good fucking time because life is short and who actually cares anyway? Nobody. So that's that. What else has been going on? Oh, I haven't talked to you guys since I shot Sports Illustrated. So I am a new Sports Illustrated swimsuit rookie for 2022. And I shot that in St. Croix in the U.S. Virgin Islands, and it was fucking incredible. I cannot even explain to you the feeling. And I'm going to post more like behind the scenes and everything. It was just so empowering and great and like not what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting. I think from coming from like, you know, being in the entertainment industry for as long as I have been, which has been 12 years, pretty much. If you want to count, like I did my first pageant, which was Miss Maryland Teen USA and won that when I was 16. And then you go on to the national pageant. So Miss Teen USA at 17. And that's how long I've kind of been in this world of entertainment, what have you, and a public figure lifestyle. (laughs) And I, you know, going through the pageant circuit and like other things in life and modeling and stuff like that, you just don't find a lot of spaces and opportunities where you're surrounded by people who genuinely fuck with you and believe in you and like just pour positivity into you. 
And it sounds sad, but like if you think of different areas in life, like other outside of entertainment and stuff like that, it is hard to find those those spaces wherever you are in life and whatever you do. So just being surrounded by a team that was so kind and like open to hearing my opinions and my thoughts. And I got to pick every single swimsuit that I wore. And it was just, it was amazing. Like, I don't know what I thought it was going to be like, I, I guess I, because it's such like an iconic monster of a brand and culture. I just thought that like they, they, they know best. So they make the decisions, but it was really like, we want you to be comfortable. We want you to be happy. So shout out to MJ and the girls at SI Swim because it has been a blast and like I can't wait to be doing more stuff with them. So yeah, that's my that's my life career update. That's what's been going on. And yeah, if you see your girl out in these streets, you know, holler, say something, you know, let's take a picture. Let's take a shot. Who cares? Fuck it. Right? Yes, exactly. Okay. So a bunch of you have obviously been writing in. You guys always do. And I love that because then Danny and I are able to like collect all of the DMs and messages that you guys send us to be able to do these solo episodes. And like, I love a solo episode. I love our fucking guests so much. Everybody has been so great and everyone loves everyone on here. We've also hit over half a million downloads, by the way, which is insane to think about. But shout out to y'all for listening in. But I love our guests so much. There are also some days when I come in and I'm just like, I just want to do this. Like, I just want to just not have to prepare anything. Not that I prepare a lot, but like just to be able to just run my fucking mouth is great. I love it. And you guys seem to like it too. So for now, I'm going to be answering some of your DMs and the things that you guys have been talking about and what's going on in your worlds because it matters to me and you guys are the ones listening in. So I want to be able to help where I can. Okay, if you know me, then you know MTV is going to do it for me every single time. And this show in particular, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I have been a fan of it since they had the UK version. And it is back again for another season here in the US. MTV's X on the Beach returns on March 31st at 8, 7 central. And it's going to be on every Thursday at 8 p.m. only on MTV. You guys, this show is so messy. It is so good. And it makes me feel better about some of my life choices. All right. But if you've never heard of it, okay, so basically it's all about singles who have a reputation for failing at love and they're headed to the beach to share a house and have some no strings attached fun. But they know that paradise will turn into a nightmare once their exes wash ashore. With some unfinished business and still a burning flame, these exes and singles will have to decide how much they want to let their past impact their future. Faced with the opportunity to rekindle an old flame or snuff it out for good, and with new singles showing up, bringing the chaos, will they be able to finally succeed at love? So what makes this season new is that there's going to be no formal eliminations this season. Eliminations will be surprise elements within the table of truth or the shack of secrets, depending on story from week to week. It's going to happen organically and everything is going to be up to surprise, honey. Now, there's no host for this show, so it's a little bit different, but the narrator brings clarity and plenty of comic relief. So I honestly, I love the narrator on this show because sometimes it's just nice to hear like, okay, we're at home and we're thinking these things, but this person is saying them and they're not there for these people to like cuss them out like how they do on my show. If you know, you know. Anyways, make sure that you're following along on Insta at X on the Beach and at MTV and hashtag X on the Beach. And like I said, you can watch new episodes of X on the Beach Thursdays at 8 p.m. only on MTV. All right, let's do this one. Okay. 
Hey, Gammy. So I found your podcast. Oh, so glad I found your podcast. I was like, so you found it. Great. <laughs> You're so glad that you found it. Even better. So glad I found your podcast. I've been going through a breakup of a five-year relationship that I really gave all of myself to. He cheated by messaging random girls on social media. I caught him for the third time and realized he wasn't going to change or respect our relationship in the way that I needed. I've done everything I can to move on, but I can't, and it's been 10 months. I mean everything. Moved out, started therapy, got a new job, bought a house, new haircut. I just simply can't seem to cut him out of my life. Even though our interactions have gotten toxic and your girl's an Aries, so I've been fiery. I miss him and I still love him. How do I get out of this toxic fog and finally start to move on and find some happiness? Oh, Miss Girl, I understand. I get it. We just had an amazing episode with Lisa Smith, who is a trauma therapist about toxic relationships. If you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen. But I don't know if this necessarily sounds like it's a toxic relationship versus you've dedicated five years of your life to someone and the idea of that ending is very fucking scary. I know because I just did it. (laughs) So I understand exactly how you feel. But the fact is that you're not going to be able to move on if you're still speaking to this person. Like if it's been 10 months and you guys are still corresponding at all, you are giving him the impression that there is space in your life for him. And if that's the case, the way that I feel about cheating and these kinds of things, it's like if you choose to move forward with this person, you are moving forward knowing what you know. And that's your decision. So if you decide to move forward with them, you already know what you know. So don't go back and be upset if you see it again because you already knew. Like, there's nothing you can do. It's just like reconfirming every single time it happens that you already knew what you knew when you knew it. And if you think about it in the long run, you just end up beating yourself up about it like when you finally do decide to end it because you're like, but you saw this shit how many times and you still stayed. I understand because I've been there and I get it as far as like the social media shit. How many times? How many times? Does somebody have to ask you to stop liking half-naked girls' photos or following them or DMing them or whatever you're doing? Like, how many times? How many times? You don't have follow directions? One plus one doesn't equal two in your world? It doesn't make any sense. But here's the thing. People need direction and correction sometimes. Like, you know, in relationships, it's all about, like, learning what the person is comfortable with and what they're not and discussing boundaries. But after the first time, I shouldn't have to tell you a second time. Like, it should be the first time you get it, you got it, you don't want to hurt me again, so you're not going to do it again. Simple, right? Because that's, I feel like, how a lot of us operate. Like, I feel like that's how a lot of women operate. That's how I operate. Like, you only got to tell me once that you really, really don't like something. And from then on, if I decide to keep doing it, that literally means that I just don't give a fuck about how you feel about it. That's it. So if this is now the third time and you decided to end it, but you're still in communication with him, you're not really teaching him anything except for that it's okay for him to keep doing what he's doing and still have you in his life. So just think about how you'll feel 10 more months from now if you do, you know, take him back or whatever, and he does it again, then you're just going to feel even worse then than if you just try to cut it off now. So it's like, yeah, you have done everything. You moved out. You started therapy. You got a new job. You bought a house. You got a new haircut. You got everything. But you haven't cut him out of your life. So you really haven't done everything. (laughs) You've done like 95% or like 99%. You know, like that little loading graphic. You're like right at the end. And then like your Wi-Fi cut out and it's still buffering. Like what's going on? 
we need a new Wi-Fi code. Like, he has to go. He has to go. And I get that you miss him and that you love him. Breaking up with somebody doesn't mean that you won't miss them or love them anymore. It just means that you love yourself more and you're trying to give yourself an opportunity to be able to move on. So you're going to have to do that. I'm sorry. I hate to be the one to tell you, but you already knew that. All right. Hi, I would love some advice and I would like to stay anonymous. I've been in what you call a situationship for a little over a year with this guy. We say I love you. We do all the regular relationship things. I've met his friends and family, but he hasn't committed to me. He claims it's because he's really busy with school and med school. It's frustrating because I feel like I'm never going to be fully satisfied or content in the relationship because I want it to be official. And sometimes it seems that he's just able to have me and act like a boyfriend when he wants. I've tried multiple times to break it off, but every time I try, I either come back or he tells me that it'll be different. It's really hard for me to let go because I genuinely do believe we love each other, but I can't wait forever either. I will admit I fall for potential way too much instead of what is presented to me at face value. I'm only 24 and I want to gain control of my life, but sometimes sticking around in these relationships feels like it's giving too much power over me. Any advice on how to navigate the situation? Thanks in advance, Cammy. Hey, boo. So here's the thing. I was confused from the beginning when you said that it was a situationship, but you guys are saying I love you and doing regular relationship things. That's where, that's where the issue lies right there. Like, this is the thing about a lot of people. A lot of people want to have their cake and eat it too. Fuck that cake. I'm not saying throw it in the trash, but I'm saying you don't get to just have your cake and eat it too. You don't get to just have me do wifey things for you and not actually wife me up. Like at some point, I think you're going to have to give an ultimatum. And you said you've tried to end things before, but you're going to have to give yourself an ultimatum. Like, are you okay with the fact that you're doing wifey things for somebody who's not wifing you? Because you could be doing those wifey things for somebody else and they would wife you up like that. Like, that's the reality. And he also needs to understand that that is the reality. Him being in med school doesn't have anything to do with him asking you to be his girlfriend. Because the fact of the matter is, is that you're already acting like his girlfriend. So what is the fucking difference other than the title? There is no difference. There's no difference. You're already doing all the things. You're meeting his family. You're doing... But this is... I, I saw this somewhere. I don't remember where. But it was like... It was probably a meme. And it was like, stop doing wife shit for people who won't wife you. Like, I'm talking to you because I have done it myself. Why, why, why do we do that? <laughs> why do we do that? Like, why am I giving you everything that I have and you're not willing to give me what I need to be able to feel secure? That's not very fucking fair. Like, no, I'm not doing any more wife shit for anybody that's not ready to upgrade their subscription. Like, that's the way that it is. You either pay extra or you get the basic service, all right? Like all this like, oh, I cook for him, I clean for him, I do it. What's he doing for you? What is he doing for you? Other than not committing to you and claiming you because he's busy? What? Get the fuck out of here. No. <laughs> no, that's not, that doesn't make any sense. We're all busy. Everybody's busy. You know who's busy? Barack Obama. But guess what? He still made sure that he took time to take Michelle on a date to New York when he was the president and do all kinds of things and frolic around and go on vacation and all that. Like, there's a lot of busy people in this world. There's a lot of busy people. And they get married every single day. Very, very busy people get married. And very, very busy people have boyfriends and girlfriends. Your schedule has nothing to do with your relationship status. And that's that on that. But I get it. I understand. But you're going to have to 
talk yourself up and really understand and like start feeling yourself a little bit more because situations like this will come around every day. There are plenty of people who will, you know, try to take advantage of your kindness and your loveliness and your wifey quality potential and everything that you have. But I'm speaking as someone who was your age when I got into my last relationship and now I'm 29 years old. And, you know, you think like, okay, I want to show this person everything that I have. Like, I want to show them everything that I can do so they can see like, this is what life will be like with me. But they don't really deserve to have all of that until they make it clear that they want that forever. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, coming from where I'm sitting now, I'm not doing no more wifey shit. All right. You're getting the bare minimum. You're getting the bare minimum. And that's good enough. All right. And then you can unlock the rest. How exciting. It's like you're moving up to a new level. Then you get to play the ultimate boss and you get to really see what I'm working with. But until then, you're going to get this basic cable. Okay. (laughs) That's how I feel. It doesn't mean that you're not still going to be like nice and sweet and, and amazing because you are. But like if they want more, they're going to have to qualify for more. That's that. It's looking like it's about that time. It's looking like it is that time, friend. It is time to pour up a drink. And you already know I'm going to be pouring up a glass of my new favorite discovery, Freshly's Handcrafted Cocktails in a Can. Yes, you already know, handcrafted cocktails in a can. All right? And not those fake margaritas or whatever slightly shady drinks you've been having since the pandemic. Freshly is on a whole other level. I'm talking about natural ingredients, premium liquors, elevated flavor combinations, and full-strength mixologist-approved cocktails. And the whole idea of the brand was born out of this hilarious tweet that went viral during the height of the pandemic. I mean, how cool is that? We love that. Plus, they're Black-owned, majority Black women-owned to be exact, which means they're created by and for people who look like me, who want a more elevated, ready-to-drink cocktail experience. Freshly super thoughtful in the way that they curate each flavor. They layer in notes from their founders' cultures and blend in those with meticulously sourced ingredients and perfectly paired liquors to create cocktails unlike anything you've ever tasted. The flavor I'm crushing on right now is Gidem, which is a blend of rum, blueberry, agave nectar with a twist of lemongrass. You know what? It is time. It is time for me to book that brunch that I've been saying that I was going to book for how many weeks now? It's time. I'm ready. I'm like transported there right now. Freshly was created for those who appreciate kickbacks, luxury, and an occasional risky text. So if that's you, head over to Freshly.co. That's Freshly with a P-H and order a case delivered straight to your door. That's Freshly.co. And don't forget to follow them on social, Twitter at Freshly.co and IG at Freshly.co. And for a limited time, Freshly is giving all of my besties 10% off of your first order with discount code hashtag Cami. So make sure you go on there get you a drink and let's cheers and get back to the podcast. Here we go. I would love to remain anonymous, but here's some tea for the girls. Ooh, we love this. Okay. I have this guy best friend from school who's been there for me forever since college graduation. He's truly one of my favorite people. I realized about one to two years into our friendship that I might like him and that maybe we were meant to be or something. I don't know. Either way, it's been about five years since we first began being friends And we just started having sex last month. Definitely feelings are deeper and I care for him so much, but I'm deeply scared of rejection. So I'm scared to open up about my feelings. SMH, help your girl. Girl, listen. Listen, Linda. 
Listen, the thing about fucking your friends <laughs> is that they are supposed to be your friends. And you know what? I'm actually, I feel like you should be able to fuck your friends. If you should be able to fuck anybody, you should be able to fuck your friends. That's my, that is my first opinion. That's how I feel. I feel like, you know, you know each other best. Like, why shouldn't you be able to fuck your friends? The thing about fucking your friends though is that they're your friends. And so it's kind of hard to just be friends after you fucked your friends. You should be able to do it though. <laughs> because it's the most comfortable. But it's still, it's it's never going to just be able to just be friendship until you both have like moved on to other things. And even then, then you have to explain to that person that you fucked your friend. And they're like, well, are they your friend? Are you in love with them? Like, which one is it? Are you guys still fucking? Like, what's, what's, what are the vibes? I think that though, because, you know, you guys met and like you were, you were friends and there's nothing better than being with your best friend. Like, I think that that is always, that's always really fun. And you always end up having a really strong bond because of that. And as long as you're not scared of, you know, dismantling the friendship or not having the same friendship because you're having sex with this person, then you shouldn't be afraid to tell them how you feel. And, you know, maybe he also feels the same way. Maybe he's also afraid to tell you how he feels. But I think that before feelings get hurt, it's better to kind of express them as much as you can, or at least set expectations of what you think that this is, because he could just be thinking, this is my best friend. I should be able to fuck them. Like, like I said, all right, he could be thinking like me. Or... He could be thinking like, oh, I do have deeper feelings for her, but maybe she thinks that this is just a fuck buddy relationship and maybe she's not like willing to explore what else this can be. I just don't want you to be in a situation where, you know, you guys are hooking up and it's fun and amazing. And then he ends up talking to other people and you're still sitting over here like, oh, wait, like, what about me? I thought that we were going to be doing this. So... I say, instead of, you know, you don't have to like just pour your heart out. You know, I'm Scorpio, so I don't believe in that. I want to know how you feel first before I open up Pandora's box and let you know how I feel. That's the toxicity in me. But I think that there's something to saying like, you know, what are your thoughts around what we're doing here? Like, how, how do you feel about how we've expanded our relationship in this way? Like, there needs to be some kind of conversation it's better that you do it sooner rather than later, trust me, because you just don't want to get into a whole situation where like you're falling out and like you don't don't get too, too wrapped up in it emotionally until you figure it out kind of where it's going. That way you can manage your expectations. He can manage his and that'll be that. But there's nothing to be scared of rejection wise because the man is already getting on top of you or behind you where it's inside, wherever you, however all of them, hopefully, going down, top, whatever you're into. But there's nothing to be afraid of because you guys are already having sex. Like, who cares? Who cares? Like, if he's if he's open enough for that, then he should be open enough to hearing how you feel. And he's your best friend. Like, there's no reason why he shouldn't be. So I just say, open it up to him first and ask him, you know, like, did you ever think that we would ever, like, do this? Did you ever see this coming? That's a good way to open up the conversation. And he'll maybe be like, yeah, like, I'd always hoped so. And be like, oh, really? Like, I, I just, I wasn't sure, you know, like, I had always hoped so as well. But like, you know, wasn't sure how you felt about it. How do you feel about it? Boom. Conversation. So that's my thoughts. But fuck your friends. It's fun. So I hear. All right. 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. This one says, Anonymous, please. I need advice with my sister's current relationship. LOL. <laughs> oh, boy. I've lived with my sister for two years in an apartment. So we got super close and we knew a lot about each other's lives, probably more than I should have. My sister is nine years older than me. She's in her mid-30s and she's been stuck on the same guy for about eight years now. When I lived with her, she found out that her boyfriend was cheating on her. She came into my room and was shaking because she received a message on Instagram for the girl. Child. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Sorry, this is not this is not in the thing. This is just my aside. This is my narrator's notes. If you ever think about coming to someone as a woman, just don't. Just don't. And by coming to you as a woman means, you know, every time a girl fucks your man or something, they'll they'll message you and be like, this is me coming to you as a woman or like, hey, girl. It's almost like getting a message from like your hairstylist who's about to cancel on you. It's like, hey, girl, I don't really know how to tell you this, but I've been seeing so-and-so for X amount of time. And he says that he wants to be with me and I want to be with him. So I'm just coming to you as a woman. I'm trying to be the bigger person. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. No, you're not. <laughs> you're trying to be messy is what you're trying to do. Now, the difference is if somebody's man was like talking to you or whatever and cheating on his girl or whatever, and you wanted to be like, listen, girl, like girl to girl, let me tell you, this is what he's been doing. I don't fuck with him. I'm letting you know, blah, blah, blah. That's different. The coming to you as a woman, girls are never on that. They're always on some fuck shit. They're always trying to sneak in and sneak under your man and do whatever. But he's not really your man if he's talking to her anyway. All right. Back to the regular scheduled programming. Okay, I've never seen her so hurt. The kicker is her boyfriend denied it, even though my sister had screenshots of the messages with the other girl. They broke up and then they got back and he claimed that he ended communication with the other girl, but my sister received messages from the same girl two times after that. Do you see what I'm saying? Messy. Ugh, get out of here, girl. Okay, in my eyes, he's just dragging my sister along but won't commit to her. My sister wants a family, children, the whole shebang. And this guy won't even commit to moving in with her after eight years. She seems okay with him just being whatever he is. Don't even know if he's her boyfriend at this point. But in my mind, he should leave her alone or commit to the next step. I feel like he's wasting my sister's time knowing he won't commit. And it's caused me to dislike him. And I see her less often because he's always over at her place. I'm trying not to have so much feelings on him, but I feel like I've seen too much to be neutral. I feel protective of my sister and I don't want to see her continue to get hurt. But I know her life is hers. Ugh, help. This is tough. And as a sister myself, I'm the oldest sister of six girls. There's six girls all together in my family. And if one of my sisters was in this kind of situation, I would want to strangle her and punch her in the face. Just off of the mere fact that she's been with this man for eight years and he won't commit. And... She's in her mid-30s. What you probably feel like is wasting her time with this clown who clearly, like, if the thing is, like, if you're going to cheat and then deny it and then tell me that the screenshots are not, like, screenshotting, come on now. Like, let's be realistic. I actually tweeted this this morning. It doesn't really have so much to do with this, but I was listening to that song, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. And I was just thinking about the fucking audacity that a man would have to have if you walk in on him having sex with somebody and he turns to you and tells you that it wasn't him. So who was it? <laughs> who was it? Who was it? Who was it? The mailman? Oh, the mailman came into my house and started fucking 
your new girlfriend in my house? Like, and, but really it was a tweet about the fact that like guys and their friends will come up with the dumbest shit together. And like, it's the worst, the worst example of groupthink that there, there really truly is. Because it's like he came to his friend Shaggy for advice. And like, I know it's just a song, but like, this is like a true representation of how men operate. He came to his friend for advice and his friend was like, say it wasn't you. Like, come on now. So the fact that he got caught and then denied it when she had the screenshots is like, okay, audacity beyond. But then the girl has messaged her again twice after that. And it just honestly, from an outsider's perspective, I don't know your sister and I don't know the situation, but it feels like she's in her mid-30s. She's been with this guy for so long. She's like, this has to be my person because if I break up with him now, who am I going to end up with? And like what's going to happen to the rest of my 30s after I've spent so much time with this person? She probably is feeling also embarrassed and maybe a little silly that she's carried on this relationship for this long and allowed so much to happen. My advice to her would be, girl, get get the fuck ASAP after this shit. Like, you, you got to go. And the thing is, is that like your mid-30s, you're not 97. Like, you're going to meet somebody. I have plenty of friends who are meeting their partners in their late 30s now and having babies. Like, it's very much possible. So keep encouraging her that, like, her person is out there and it's likely not this clown. But at the same time, like, I I get how you feel and, like, being around him is probably super difficult. Like, there's no way. you If you know me and you know how my face operate, there's no way I'm going to have this man walk into the room and smile at him in any kind of way. Like, I just don't. I can't. I literally, every time he came in the room, I would probably just like make a throw up sound, which I won't make here because I'm sure some people are sensitive to that. And I don't want anybody throwing up in their cars on their way to work. But like, you know, like I would just be like, ugh, gross. Like, ew. Who invited you? Like, I would be so bad at this. And I pray to God, none of my sisters ever have to deal with this. Like, that's my biggest fear because I will go to jail. But I, I know how you must feel. It has to be really, really difficult. The thing is, you don't have to make space or be kind to anyone who's mistreating somebody that you love and care about. Like, I I don't believe in that. I don't think that you have to keep the peace or you have to, like, no, this person is mistreating your sister. It's not just like, oh, I don't don't like his personality or uh, he's not, like, I'm not a fan of his. Like, no, he's actually mistreating her and causing her mental and emotional harm. So you don't have to approve of that. But the thing is, I, I also see that you want to keep your sister in your life and you want to remain close to her. And if she's the type of person that, which a lot of us are, that we pull away when people that we love don't fuck with the person that we're dating, like a lot of times we'll just kind of take ourselves to the side with this person and just be in our own little worlds and bubbles instead of being open with the honest feedback from the people who know us the best and love us the most. So, you know, I I see... I see the conundrum. I see what's going on here. All you can really do is just keep encouraging your sister to boss up and know her worth and hopefully get out of this relationship. But I don't think that you have to be kind to this fucking loser. <laughs> that Because that's going to take away from you and your emotional health. And I think it'll do way more for you to just like ignore and like, whatever. And also, like, I'm not going to have my sister's future boyfriends thinking that they can fuck with my sister and get away with it 
in my presence. Like, no. You're always going to know that there will always be smoke here if you ever hurt my sister. And this is a note for any future boyfriends, whoever that my sisters might have. I got you. Like, period. It's on site. If you ever, if you ever think about breaking my sister's heart multiple times, it's a wrap for you. It's quiet. Silence. That got very violent very quickly. And it will. (laughs) And it will. Because, oh, no. No. No, no, no. When it comes to my sisters and, like, my best friends, don't play with me. I do not play about them. So, I don't even know if I gave you any advice. It's really just my thoughts rambling off. But, yeah, just keep encouraging her and keep being there for her. And you know what? She's going to do what she has to do at the end of the day. So it has nothing to do with you. And there's nothing that you can do to change the trajectory of what that's going to be like. She just needs to know that you're always going to be there for her when it's all said and done. So that's that. You guys already know I've been having a lot of new chapters and new journeys going on in my life right now, which is amazing. And sometimes in life, it's just nice to hit the reset button. You know, just start fresh, start from scratch, whether it's like decluttering your closet or, you know, buying some fresh flowers for your apartment. The smallest things go the longest way. But one thing that always makes me feel really, really amazing when I'm looking to reset is taking a nice long shower and washing my hair. I don't know what it is about that, but it just makes me feel just fresh and new and clean and ready to start the day. That is why I have been loving Way's new clarifying detox shampoo. You guys know how I feel about Way. They have such amazing and beautiful products. I mean, the hair oils, the shampoo and conditioner. I've been using the shampoo and conditioner nonstop lately, but sometimes I need to like start my hair from scratch. And that's where the detox shampoo comes in. I have been kind of rough on my hair lately, wearing it in a lot of tight buns. And it's nice to just like cleanse it, clean it out and start anew. The Way Detox Shampoo literally clarifies your hair and makes it feel so clean without stripping it too much, which is very, very important. You can use it once a week to neutralize product buildup, oil, dirt, and hard water from your hair and scalp without stripping away any moisture. A combination of apple cider vinegar and keratin exfoliates and balances your scalp, plus smooths frizz and creates a lustrous shine. And it's good for all hair types. You know I have very, very curly hair, so I need to make sure that anything that I'm using is actually going to work but it works on even hair that's treated with keratin, chemicals, color, or Brazilian blowout. And don't worry, the signature fragrance completely hides the smell of apple cider vinegar. It's infused with their dreamy signature Melrose Place fragrance with rose, bergamot, lychee, cedarwood, and white musk. It smells absolutely divine, okay? And you can explore their full collection of cruelty, sulfate, and paraben-free hair care, body, and fragrance products. So whenever you're ready to undo some damage, hit the reset button with the Way Detox Shampoo. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use code CAMI to get 15% off of your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, code CAMI. All right, friends, let's hit the reset button. Let's start over, all right? We're feeling cool, calm, and collected, and let's get back to the podcast. All right, we have a voicemail. Let's see what it's hitting for. Hello, so my name is Jose. I'm a 24-year-old gay male, and I was talking to this guy, and I don't know if this was, I don't know if, like, the events that happened throughout 
the talking stage were red flags or was he just being just psycho? So first off, we met on this dating app called Hinge and everything started off great. We met and from there, like it was just, I don't know, it was just weird. Like he told me he had a court date he didn't want to talk about the court date, which was totally understandable. And we just met. Come to find out, it was about DUIs and whatnot. Ooh. And I didn't think nothing of it. And every day he would come home and drink while FaceTiming me. And then the FaceTime calls started happening. And he would just FaceTime me all the time, even when I was at work. Like, if I wasn't paying attention, he would get upset. Jose, not the cliffhanger. That was the end of the voicemail. Well, now I need the rest. You have to call back and send the rest of it. But it sounds like, sweetie, you are dealing with somebody with a, a little bit of alcohol problem. And it sounds like he also has a lot of time throughout his day if he's just calling you drunk in the middle of the day. Yeah, he's going to have to work that out. He's going to have to work that out. He's going to have to go ahead and put himself in some kind of therapy for that. And, you know, you just kind of met this person. I would really just probably encourage him to go and get the help that he needs because you're you're not going to be able to be that. So it could be it could be a red flag. But, you know, maybe he'll go and get the help that he needs and and come back and be a new person. And you guys can then pick up where you left off if he's really, really great. If not, then, you know. You didn't really lose out on anything because you're not super invested yet. So that's good. But yeah, the drunk calls at at noon on a Tuesday would probably be, it would probably be a no for me, dog, because it's 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. A bitch is working. You know, that's a lot. Hey, bestie, let's make this anonymous. No problem. And I know the streets are really ghetto right now, but what advice do you have for someone who is in a relationship with an 80% guy who is amazing and definitely doable relationship, but we have racial and cultural differences, which makes me want the little stuff like jamming out to old school R&B in the kitchen together, etc. We all have our fair share of problems we encounter in a relationship, but COVID really brought out a bad side of our union and made me rethink about the willingness to stay when, in my mind, there's someone who may be able to give me everything that he does and more. I don't want to be too picky or selective and miss out on a great guy because of the little things. I'd love to hear your advice on leaving an 80% for the possibility of another. Sister girl, it doesn't sound like you are 100% happy. And in the words of Serena fucking Kerrigan, who was also on the podcast the first week, I think, of you know our launch a relationship, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Like, it sounds like it's a no. I actually just saw Serena in Miami when I was thotting and bopping on my thought tour. And I was talking to her about something and she was like, it doesn't sound like a fuck yes. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> you're right. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. So it doesn't sound like you're really that into it. And, you know, maybe things have happened and your feelings have changed. And it, you know, I could see from your photo that you are a black woman like myself. And you're looking for somebody that, you know, you, you want to do the jam out at the old score and be, I get it. I get it. I get it. 
I have actually become more open to the idea of dating outside of my race, maybe from our Kayla Nicole episode. (laughs) But like, it's I, I feel like there are things that you can learn from other people in other cultures that could be fun. But at the end of the day, I do also feel the same as you that like, it would be nice to be with somebody that just like gets it. And you have that vibe. I'm sure you could find that vibe with anyone. I get why you want to have a similar cultural experience with the person that you're dating. I get it. I realistically would love the same. But it's, I, I feel like outside of that, it it just seems like there are other things going on in the relationship that you said that happened, you know, with COVID and everything like that, that made you rethink things. And, you know, 80% is, is really good. Like no one's, no one is going to be a hundred percent of what you want. Like that's never going to happen. You're never going to find someone where you're like, oh my God, I love every single thing about this person, the way that they eat shit and breathe. I just love, like, you're going to find something you don't like. All right. They're going to not have, you know, maybe they'll have a chip in their tooth or maybe they slurp soup really, really loud. Or maybe, you know, they fart a lot. Like who knows? There's never going to be somebody that you're like, oh my God, I am obsessed with every single last detail about you, which is funny because like, I want somebody to be obsessed with every single last detail about me, but like, (laughs) I know it's just not realistic. Like there's always going to be something about the person that you're dating that is imperfect because we're imperfect people. And that's just, that's just the facts. So like, yeah, like 80% is really, really good, but him being 80% of what you want and you actually wanting him are two different things. Like, because you can find 80% of what you want in somebody else, plus actually want to be with them. And then that could take it to 90%. So it sounds like you still need time to explore and see if this is what you want. And, you know, if it's meant to be, then it will be. But it doesn't really feel like you are happy and like you deserve to love without regrets. And you deserve to be with somebody that you don't have to, you know, wonder if this is right or what if I think if you have to wonder if it's right it's probably not you know like I and that sounds kind of like cut and dry but I just feel like if you have to think about it if you have to think about if if this is really where you want to be uh I don't know because I feel like in the back of your mind there should be like no this is where I want to be like it's not it's not exactly what I want at the moment or you know, maybe there are things that I don't really like right now or, you know, things that we need to work on, but like, I want to work at it because I want to be with this person. But if you're not having that feeling and it's more of like, oh, like, I wonder what else could be out there. This isn't really fulfilling my needs. I'm not really getting everything that I want. It might be time to go and explore and maybe come back. That's always an option. So yeah, I mean, Like, you don't have to leave the person if you've just been talking and getting to know them and dating them. If you're in, like, a committed relationship, then, yeah, that would require you telling them that you want to explore other things or just saying that you're trying to figure out what you actually want. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is about you and I just don't know if I want you. It could be, I just don't really know what I want right now and I'm trying to figure that out. And go out and go on a date with somebody else and you can go on a date with a black guy and be like, actually... No, like I don't want to sing R&B songs with you in the kitchen and make pancakes. Like (laughs) I actually don't want this with you. I want this other guy. So I think that you need to just kind of step outside of it for a little bit to appreciate it or, or come to the conclusion that it's not actually what you want. And that's okay too, because it's always okay to change your mind. That's how I feel. Well, that is my time. 
that is me. That's all I have for the day. I love all of these stories and things that you guys are writing in about because I think they're all super unique. But at the same time, I feel like we all have gone through or are going through something similar. It's just nice to know that you're not alone. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know when we're going to do another solo episode. I feel like I should always be doing more just to keep you guys updated on my hot girl activities. But I hope to be doing these more. Obviously, we have some great episodes coming up with some amazing guests that I obviously want you to tune in for. And if you guys ever have like topic ideas or guest ideas that you would love to hear us talk about or have come on, please DM them to us because we love that. We love to know what you guys want to hear and who you want to hear it from specifically. Like if there's a topic that you want to talk about specifically and you have a, somebody that you follow or admire because they talk about that thing, send it to us. Because, you know, we got a little bit of clout out here in these streets. People love relationships. So hopefully we can get them on. And that would be really, really awesome. So hit us up. Let us know. And I will catch you next time. Bye, besties. Have a great fucking weekend. Go out. Enjoy life. And I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only mean five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.